The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is your host, Muriel Felous. And today, I am going to talk about the lover archetype. Because I had uh, several sessions with several clients lately, and it came very obvious to me. It became very obvious to me that people like me who are in self-growth and self-development and spiritual development tend to, our goal is to be more loving. Our goal is to be uh, closer to a higher consciousness. However, we have, we are human beings. As I always explain, we're like disco balls and we have many, many facets. And when we get stuck in one facets of our personality of who we are, it never serves us because imagine the world with just one color. It wouldn't be as beautiful. It wouldn't be as useful. Uh, In nature, color plays a role very, very uh, determined. And same for us. If we have many facets, if we have many emotions, if we are able to enter and energize many archetypes, that's because we need them. So today I would like to talk about staying stuck in the lover archetype in situations where it doesn't help us. In general, we try, we tend when we are aiming for the love vibration, for the very high vibration, we try to love and appreciate everything that is around us, to love, send love to everyone, whether it is in the people that we're close to or even people that we don't like outside in the world, just send them love, their their journeys, their journeys between them and God, between them and the universe. But What happens when we encounter something that doesn't trigger love in us? A certain situation that we, and that's a word that us um, people who are 
on the spiritual quest, let's say, people who have spirituality as a high value in their life. That's how I'm going to define us. What happens when we hate something? And because we're so attached to the lover archetype, because that's what we want to become ultimately, we are even unable to acknowledge, recognize, and honor the fact that we hate or honor the fact that we don't like or honor the fact that we are mad. I mean, anger, for example, anger in some occurrences has a beautiful effect for us and for the planet and for other human beings. Think about things that make you angry and think about anger as a fuel to take action for the social causes that uh, are important to you. Uh, for me, I know animals and how we treat them and the unfairness of what is done to them creates anger in me. And that's where I'm going to donate money and I'm going to sign anything I can. I'm, I would volunteer uh, when I was in the U.S., for animal causes. I haven't done that yet here, but I I may uh, find a way. Uh, how does anger can be used for fuel to go and support whatever you want to support? For example, let me give you another example. When I first started coaching, a lot of the people around me took it as a joke. Oh yeah, her and weird stuff, her, her weird stuff, the energy work, the coaching, etc., the tapping, tapping that can look so weird to people. That created some anger in me. And I used that anger in the moments where I didn't necessarily have the strength or the, the will to work on my business outside of my job in the evening. And I was tired. And I used that anger as a fuel. I'm going to show them that I will get there. And I still do that today when people come. And actually, I've been triggered several times last week uh, uh, during conversations where the person in front of me is in her way and can't doesn't have the same values as me and can't see the value in my approach where I use a ton of energy to align with synchronicities, where I first make sure I'm at the high vibration to go and take action to, to promote my business. So that created some reaction in me, and that fuel will be used to do exactly what I told you, like when I don't feel like it. Another example is I had a client who went lived through stuff that she hated and she was not in control because she was a kid, but she couldn't even reach the anger in her because she didn't give herself permission to feel. Her family saw her as a lover. That's how she saw herself. And when you are a lover, quote unquote, you don't hate, you don't dislike, you don't get mad at it. But know that any emotion that you don't express and really process and let out is stuck in you, like a pressure cooker. So no wonder some people who don't express anger, for example, 
they will snap out on others. They will explode for something and in a way that is disproportionate to what they are living because it's stuck in them. Another example I remember, and I already talked about that um, in my show in the past, is a client of mine who's a friend now that I encountered that became a client because we were talking in a supermarket. She was telling me stuff that happened. And I was like, it's time to let your clothes out. When is your sacred biatch going to come out? We need that sacred biatch. We need that when people push too much, we need to push back. We need to set boundaries. We need to say, hey, that's not okay. I don't agree with that. And that's how I'm going to react when you're going to do that. Because I feel, and it's not about blaming the other. It's about enforcing your safety limit. So that's the sacred biatch. And I've done episodes about that. It's sacred. Why? Because you need to keep yourself safe. You need to feel safe. You need to uh, invite only people who you want in your field, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're stuck in the lover archetype also in relationships, that happened to me in the past. I was the queen of attracting uh, dysfunctional partners, dysfunctional people in my life. You are loving, loving, loving. And you don't see that you have a predator in front of you. Let's say you're in the, the savannah and there is a lion and you are like, I love lions. I wish them well. They should be protected, um, et cetera, et cetera. And you don't pay attention to the fact that this lion is looking at you and is getting ready to eat you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So you can love on him as much as you want. It's still a wild animal. And if he's hungry and there is nothing else around him, he's going to eat you, especially if it's a lioness because they're the one uh, hunting. So I hope you understand that being stuck in the lover archetype is not always the most flowy, going with the flow, is not always the most um, beneficial archetype to embrace and energize, not in all situations. And 
another thing I wanted to say is I forgot. I saw a signal that my battery is going down and I forgot. But it's not always the best archetype. And we need all the other colors of the, I almost said it in French, rainbow, arc-en-ciel in French, in case you want to learn a word. And, oh yeah, I know what I wanted to say, especially for us as mothers and for us as reparenting ourselves. I was interviewed in a podcast this week and I talked about that. I talked about that with the host. I don't remember if we put it on air, but we talked about it before we started to show we constantly need to reparent ourselves. And sometimes that need, that means give yourself a big hug because you went through harsh stuff. I, I've been working on myself uh, with coach with coaches because everybody needs a coach. Whether you're a coach yourself doesn't matter. We are we have blinders to stuff that we can see about ourselves. So you need someone who's going to reflect that to you. And I realized that I've been harsh on myself for years and years about a certain thing. So sometimes you just need a hug. And sometimes you need, like I mentioned in the last episode last week, the enforcer. You need a little kick in the butt. You need your teenagers also sometimes to be approached with self uh, with tough love. Sometimes tough love is necessary on other people around you and on yourself. And it's not necessarily what we think about when we think about the lover archetype, but that's a side of the lover archetype. So become aware of when uh, you need to, to apply that lover, enforcer archetype, tough love uh, from your lover archetype. Become aware of when it's not the time to be in your lover archetype, but it's the time to be in your sacred biatch. And that applies for men too, by the way. Uh, When it's the time to be in your parent who protects your vulnerable self from what you don't like, and it's the time to get mad, it's the time to hate what you don't want in your life. And I'm not talking about hating other people. I'm talking about hating a situation so much, feeling that it's causing you so much suffering that you will do whatever you have to do to get out of it. That's sacred, that discomfort, that hate of what is. Of course, there is the other side. You also need to accept it. But in the first stage, if the hate is showing its head, acknowledge, feel it, work with it with tapping to see what's under, what you need to change, what you need to let go of, who you need to let go of, maybe, I don't know, and process it. Because if you don't give yourself the permission to feel it, you cannot process it, you cannot let it go, it's going to be stuck in you. So that's what I wanted to share this week. And maybe I invite you, I'm doing more live uh, videos in the Facebook group now. Maybe I invite you to share under the next live that I'm going to do in the Facebook group, what are you, where in your life are you ready to let go of the lover archetype and where another archetype is needed? What do you dislike uh, or hate so much that you want it out? And what are you going to work with? And 
I made you a um, complimentary video to this episode. I, I'm going to see if I have time to squeeze it in about working with the hater archetype, working with the hate that shows up and leaving the lover archetype for a moment, being in the hater archetype, serving yourself in feeling and processing that hate and letting it go so you can see what's under it. So I hope it helps. By the way, last with last episode, I did a YouTube video about accepting what, what you dislike about yourself, which is the other side of that. That's why I thought I would do those two episodes in a row to show the two sides of it because both are useful. There is acceptance also in the fact that I hate. I accept that I hate. Not a person again, but maybe a situation, maybe uh, some condition of certain people or 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 animals in the world, some something that needs to change where you need to use that as a fuel and go do something about it. Even if it's only on an energetic level, send before you can send love to a situation, if you feel hate you need to process that hate because otherwise it's going to be like water when you drop uh, um, a drop of wine or juice in it. It's not going to be as pure water anymore. It's not going to be as pure love anymore. There will be some stuff under the surface and you don't want to send that energy. And if you feel that you hate someone, work on that too. Work on becoming neutral. Because it's between them and God. Of course, always protecting yourself. It's not about accepting abuse or accepting treatment that um, you don't deserve. But the hate, you can let it go because you poison yourself when you have resentment and hate all the time in you. I hope it helps. Let me know. As usual, you can go on my website and submit topics, questions that I can play live in the air. I haven't seen that yet. Nobody yet dared to do that. I encourage you to do it. You can give a nickname. You don't have to say who you are. And you can even disguise your accent if you have an accent and you're afraid that you're going to be identified. I don't know how I would be able to disguise my accent if I was leaving a comment for a show because it's so strong. But that's another topic and I love my accent, frankly. So I'll see you next week with another topic. Have a wonderful week. and. Don't get stuck in your lover archetype. Bye. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcast.